0: include actually finished, actually working, actually stashed, actually attending, a review, how much do we love, and knit alongs and giveaways. Actually finished. So you guys I have some really fun stuff to talk about um, in this week's episode. Last weekend I spent my weekend in Golden, Colorado uh, at a lovely yarn shop called The Recycled Lamb. And I spent the weekend with Stephen B. Um, he was here in Colorado for part of his summer tour. He did stops in Colorado Springs and also in Golden next weekend. So if you're local and you're hearing you'll, you should get the episode in time. Um, he's gonna be at Cowperl yarns up in Laramie, Wyoming, which it's not a terrible drive. I think for me up in Longmont, it's an hour and a half. So if you're in the northern part of the state, it's, it's no further away than Colorado Springs would have been. And I had so much fun. Um, Friday night, there was a meet and greet wine and cheese um, trunk show with Stephen B. And that was super fun. So my friend Sarah, who um, I talked about on the podcast before, she's the knitting type on, um, all social media, but she has a podcast, a video podcast as well. Sarah and I, um, met up and drove over to Golden for, um, wine and cheese with Stephen B. So it was really pretty fun. We got there a little bit after he had started the trunk show, but not not terribly late. Um, we still got to see most of that, which was really, really fun. Um, he had brought a whole bunch of his designs and also a whole bunch of Stephen West designs. And he was showing them and he had yarns on sale from the recycled lamb, things that they carried in their lines, but then also yarns that he had brought with him from his shop in Minneapolis. And so there were all sorts of great yarns. I'm a little bit envious because I I missed an opportunity. <laughs> um, Sarah bought a skein of his custom colorway from Hedgehog Fibers and it's called Exploding Peacock and it was super cute. And I had a a little bit of um, remorse about not not taking advantage of that when it was there. And then the second day he had had yarn and I didn't didn't end up seeing that one. I think somebody else bought the rest of it. So anyways, um, it was really fun. We got to see a bunch of his designs. He was there helping people for, um, also to prep for the workshop, which I took the next day. Um, So I took a one-day workshop um, called Sharves, which I think is for shawls and scarves, Um, and really a lot of it was based on his book of patterns that's called Poncini, version one. Um, So he was there showing us the designs and then um, helping people pick out yarns. There was a super cute design that I liked quite a bit that was called Silken Scribbles, and it was a um, triangular shawl, um, that alternates, um, a bulky weight yarn with a fingering weight. I used a silk yarn, so I did buy, um, did buy some yarn from him. I bought, um, Alchemy Yarns fingering 100% silk, so it almost is like ribbon, um, and I bought it in an orchid colorway, so really pretty purple. And I matched that with, I paired it with um, some Madeline Tosh home that I had still in my stash. Um, I had gotten this as part of a Yarn Club subscription from Madeline Tosh a couple of years ago. And I had made my Adelaide cowl, which is a pattern of mine. It's a big, beautiful, bulky cowl, and I really like it. Um, and I had a couple skeins left over So I thought that it's got, it's a lot like, um, sorry, the colorway is mandala and it's a lot like spectrum, right? It's one of those that has a lot of different colors, um, blues and pinky purples, and it's really, really, really pretty. Um, and so I paired those two together for, um, a pattern called silk and scribbles. And part of the reason that I picked it was. I really was looking for a bit of instant gratification. Um, I've been, I'll talk about what I've been working on. I'm working on a lot of fingering weight projects though. And so this idea of something that was like, I think he recommended size 15 needles. The biggest needles I had on hand were an 11. And given my gauge, I thought that would be fine. It actually did turn out pretty great um, on my gauge on an 11. Um, but it's really a very simple triangular shawl and it's garter stitch and Well, it's a mix of garter and stockinette, I guess, and you alternate the big bulky yarn and then this beautiful silk, um, which gives it a really nice stretch. The one thing that I do have left to do is the samples all had tassels on the end, and I am going to make tassels because I feel like that will give um, the ends a little bit of weight. And it'll kind of pull because with that silk, it's really designed to stretch quite a bit. And so I feel like it'll stretch better when I put the tassels on it. And um, I feel like that's what Stephen B would want, would be for my thing to have tassels on it. So um, that was super fun. I started it, so the morning of the workshop was, you know, lots of different fun things he he had a big bag of leftovers out of his personal stash for us to kind of play with for these exercises that we were doing in the morning. And so, um, so that was fun. And I, I, we did this exercise where you like took a piece of paper and you cut it out and then you were supposed to try to like kind of play with increases and decreases and get your swatch to match your paper, which was fun. And I, it went okay for me. Mine didn't turn out exactly. Um, the way, but it, it was more just for me about like I was playing with this jelly yarn that I had grabbed out of the bag and so it was like basically plastic and I was just sort of fiddling with that and fiddling with sort of the texture of it as well. So we didn't even start working on the um, the projects until after lunch, which probably ended up being about 1.30, and the class went till 4.30, 30. and um, I was probably halfway done by the time we got done with the class and so then that night, um, the kids and I watched a movie, and the next day, um, maybe the next evening, I made plans that like we would have some movie time so that I could finish, and I literally finished the whole thing. So um, it was a great instant gratification that it is a million, zillion degrees, so even though the silk is nice and light, that bulky yarn, I will not be wearing this piece for a while, but that's okay, because it's a cool um, addition to my wardrobe. I love the colors. Um, it's really going to be a lot of fun to just sort of throw on, um, here and there. I think it would tuck in really well with a coat. You can certainly wear it like kind of bandana style. Um, and I'm very excited about it. So that was a lot of fun. I have to say, again, like if you're local, you have a chance to get up there for the, I feel like there's two full days of workshops up at Cowgirl Yarns and I keep getting emails from them. So I do think there's still space. Um, but I think they're doing f- like four half-day workshops and a meet and greet. Um, and if you have the opportunity at all, go go take a class with Stephen B. I really left there feeling um, really energized about my knitting, really you know ready to sort of take different chances with you know with things and worry less about perfection and things like that. So it was it was exactly what the doctor ordered um, for me. This week. Um, we've had a lot going on here at home since we got back from our vacation, and not all of it has been great. And so um, it was a really, really much needed um respite for me, and I, I enjoyed it tremendously. So um one of the things that I wanted to point out, so I bought I bought a cute little pouch, um, like kind of a notion large notions pouch. Like I don't I'm not maybe I could fit a sock project in it. Um, but uh it's hot pink which is awesome it has the stephen b logo on it and according to sarah it smells like the 80s like it was it's plastic and it's so cute so that was fun and i also bought a copy of his book um which is Poncini volume one i have to say too he was incredibly generous with um handouts and giveaways and things like that so i came home with um kind of a pattern for this idea of a scarf so he He does have a pattern in the book that is called the Sharf. And it's kind of about like, you know, just playing with shape and playing with size and things like that. Um, So he gave us that one. He gave us a great um, little tips and tricks. He taught us a couple of cast-ons. He taught us a cool trick about winding yarn, especially yarn that doesn't have a lot of structure. And there's like words of wisdom on here. So that was super cute. And then I think I walked out with... Gosh, I think I'm missing one that I got at the meet and greet, but I think I walked out with four other patterns. So I ended up with the Silken Scribbles, the sharp pattern written without variation. Um, there's one called the Nettle Grove Fishnet Poncini, which one of the gals was wearing, and it was super, super cute. And then I, I do think I have another one upstairs. So he's very generous with materials. He's a delight to be around, super charming, super fun, very encouraging, and so um if you can take class with them please do um and um I like the Poncini book there are a couple things in here that I definitely will knit I think um the Poncini is you know it's cute it's kind of a a variation on a poncho he talked about how Stephen West is you know kind of the king of the shawl and so he wanted to do something different so he thought about ponchinis um there are a couple of them in here that I think are very sweet. Um, I'm trying to find them. Sorry, guys. Um, one was called the Poncini Grande. And so, again, it's like that bulky yarn. It's just like the Silken Scribbles. It says Knit It in a Minute. This says it's in on size US 19 needles. So, like, we going to have to go figure out where you even get size US 19 needles. I think the biggest thing I own. I'm working on a blanket that's on a size 13. Um, but I have more of that mandala and I have that same base, that Madeline Tosh home in, um, Dr. Javago's sky. And I think that would be enough possibly to, um, to whip up this giant ponchini. Um, and then there's an, or there's another one that's called the scribble chini. So the thing I did was silken and scribbles and it's a shawl and this is more like a little poncho and it's even got. Like, you can wear it up on your head like a little hood if you wanted to, which could be cute. Um, and I could do that in the gray for sure um, with the rest of the um, alchemy straw, silken straw that I have. So, um, I don't know. I'm pretty excited about it. The book is cute. I got it autographed, so that just makes a nice addition to my little collection, my little library. Um and I had a great day. So the one thing that I would um, that I would say for sure is um, check out your local yarn shops. You know, Stephen B was talking quite a bit about how important local yarn shops are to knitting in general, right? To the connection that we feel for knitting. Um, the recycled lamb is an hour from my house with traffic, 45 minutes without, um, and so it was not a shop I had been to before, it was a darling little shop, and they had lots of great classroom space, and a beautiful selection of yarns, um, and, uh, as soon as I got home, like, the next day, I got an email, I had signed up for their, maybe I was on their mailing list, because I had signed up for the class, but anyways, I'm on their mailing list now, and they're closing, and I was so bummed um not because it's a store that would be convenient for me to get to in any you know regular fashion but you know they were the ones who brought in Stephen B and that was exciting and fun and um you could tell a lot of the people there were local this was their local yarn shop the yarn shop that they you know hang out at and go to knit night at and all of those things and now that's gone for them and so it just made me feel bummed I always feel sad when a when a yarn shop doesn't make it, um, and certainly I buy quite a bit of yarn, um, online, and through clubs, and on Etsy, and things like that, but I am definitely, um, going to try to make sure that I support my yarn store, um, as best I can going forward, because they're great, my local yarn store, I mean, there's beautiful yarn stores all around me, but my local yarn store is terrific, um, so that's just something that uh, that I'm gonna put a little more thought into myself um, over time. And the other thing that he talked about was, you know, teaching people to knit. And um, so my um, the Yarniacs have been doing a thing a hashtag hashtag knit one teach one, which I think is a great idea, right? And so I do have a friend and her daughters who I've been supposed to be teaching to knit um, since the spring. So I'm really gonna try to to get that together and and do that and hatch a couple new knitters near me. But, um, you know, think about that too. Is there something you could do to bring a friend to your local yarn shop and um, expose more people to the craft? Because it, it's a shame um, that, that it's such a struggle for local yarn stores to survive. So anyways, that's my soapbox for the day, and that is the end of my finished objects. I, that's the only thing I finished this time actually working. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff on my needles these days, you guys. I wanted to start out and talk a little bit more about some of the fun things that I was exposed to um, uh, at the Stephen B class. Um, first of all, there was a, um, a rep, a yarn rep there, who was there representing Plymouth Yarns. Her name was Sia, um, and she showed us a cute pattern of hers that she had just published that um, I really liked, Uh, very much in the style of um, Hogi Locatelli, kind of a big boxy sweater, but kind of a different take on it, Um, and this was a really cute, um, she calls it her poncho style sweater, and it had kind of a big cowl neck, and I I thought it was really cute, fingering weight sweater, so it would be a lot of knitting, Um, but I thought it was very, very cute, Um, and it's a brand new pattern, I'll link to it in the show notes, but I wanted to share that one with all of you guys. There were a couple of other Stephen B. ones that I liked. One was the shawl vest, which he was calling the vest <laughs> while we were there. Um, but that one was um, also very cute and um, very versatile. DK weight pattern. Um, and I have some leftover DK things up in my stash. So that's one that I was thinking about doing. And then he had this cute hat that he called a howl and it was a hat and cowl vest. Can you see? There's a lot of just running words together, but it's a hat and cowl combination. And you, um, you could knit the hat, and then like at the back, it was very slouchy. Had a pom pom again, like to weigh it down, just like the tassels on the, on the um, shawl that I knit. Um, but at the end, it kind of like it had a drawstring that kind of pulled it together. So then if you wanted, you could open that up and pull it actually over your head, and then you'd have a two-color cowl. The rest of the time it would be like one color is the cowl and the other color is the hat. It was all connected. Anyways, it was super cute, really unique. Um, I I definitely see myself casting that one on in the near future because I thought it was really cute. And then there was another little vest, fingering weight vest, that he showed us both during the trunk show and during class, and it was called the trunk called the tripartite. Anyways, it's a Stephen West pattern, um, and it was super cute because you could wear it, and it was a long kind of flowy vest, or you could flip it upside down, and suddenly it became like a cute um, cropped vest with a shawl collar kind of look, and I really liked it, and so I I forgot to write down the name of that one when I was in the class, and I sent an email, and it was so funny because then the next day, I got an email back from Stephen with the name of the pattern and also he will do a thing where if you want, he will pick out yarns for you um, and, you know, put together kind of a, you know, a special just for you, Stephen B. pick. So I'm thinking seriously about doing that because I think that could be super fun. And I think it would be a fun way to get some, you know, again, some like different fibers and things because I think that's sort of what he would do, right, is pick out like a fun fingering and then a couple of things that were, unique, like the silk, or um, he had some different things that, you know, sparkled. He does a lot of mohair, um, but not in a bad way. And so, anyways, I was pretty intrigued by that. So stay tuned. That may be something that you guys hear about in a future episode. Um, so now on to the things that are actually on my needles at the moment. Right this minute, as I talk to you guys, I am working on my windswept shawl. So... This is a shawl that I cast on quite a while ago, and I have to say, it was like the reverse of the Knitting Elves. Like I had cast this on a while ago, and I thought I had made sort of a nice solid little bit of progress. And the other night I was just looking for something new to cast on. Um, I had cast this one on after going up to My Sister Knits with Sarah, the Knitting Type, a couple of months ago, um, and she had bought some beautiful in in a gorgeous light blue. Um, and I bought, I came home and cast it on in some, um, blue moon fiber arts in a color that's called electric Kool-Aid acid test. It's like rainbows and bright. That was just the mood I was feeling the other day. I wanted bright colors and I wanted something cheerful, but I took it out of my bag and I was like, seriously, that's all I did on this whole thing. Like I really thought I had made some progress on it and I had, you know, I had cast it on and done a little bit, but that was it. I was like, maybe somebody unraveled my knitting when I wasn't looking. Um, so this one's been on my needles here and there. It's pretty good TV knitting. It's, um, the first section is just a cute texture, kind of a woven texture. So I'm just kind of working increases in this little woven texture, which was very, so it's very simple to memorize and I don't have to think and I don't really have to count. Um, and so I'm enjoying that quite a bit. It's knitting up really cute. Um, I think it's going to be a really fun piece in my wardrobe. Um, it definitely has kind of every color in the rainbow and they're all very bright. Um, and it's a really nice sport weight yarn. So i had never knit with this yarn. I do have another, uh, skein of it. This is the one, my husband gave me these for Christmas and it's a huge put up, like it's 600 yards of sport weight yarn. So I, I have a nice sport weight, um, that I got in the Madeleine Tosh Club last summer that's almost like a navy blue. It's ink, I think, is the colorway. And so I think I'm gonna take the other skin of this and kind of pair it with that and do something where there's color, you know, the navy blue and then this contrasting color. Although the other one is not as wow as this one. Um, It is quite colorful and I think that'll be really fun. So anyways, I'm enjoying this shawl quite a lot. It's a nice, um nice soothing knit for me right now which is kind of what I'm all about at the moment so um so that one continues to make progress and I'm hoping I don't know I feel like my stitch count is growing nice and quickly so I'm kind of hoping that um that this will be a fast knit um we'll see I I like it very much so far um then I have been working on a couple different pairs of socks uh, my son's Bronco socks are coming along really, really nicely, and so I am on to the foot of the second sock, so I'll be wrapping those up within a few days. I have to I have to fly to Dallas, Texas um, for work. I cannot believe that I have to fly to Dallas, Texas in July because um, I don't like the heat, and it's going to be a million, zillion, trillion, billion, jillion degrees in Dallas, Texas in July. I thought I was going to New York, and I was getting myself pretty psyched. I don't like to travel for work. Um, but I was like, ah, I could handle a couple days in the city, right? Like that would be fun. And then they moved my trip to Dallas and I was like, ah, um, so anyways, I think what I'm going to bring, it's a short trip. Um, and it's a short flight for me to Texas. I've never been to Texas. Um, but I think I'll probably bring several sort of half-finished socks and try to just crank out and finish up some socks. Um, And then I'm either going to bring this shawl or a sweater, which I will talk about in a couple of minutes. Um, So the Bronco socks are coming along. Um, The socks that I was calling my Vegas socks, which are Madeline Tosh Tosh sock, which is my new favorite base, and I'll talk about that in a minute too. But um, I'm most of the way done with the first sock on those. I did a very long leg, and I did – And so, uh, it's a long sock. Anyways, I'm almost done um, with the first one. So I thought those might be a good thing to bring along. Um, And maybe I could get the second sock done. But I really love that Tosh sock base. So I knit a lot of socks. And I knit socks on a lot of different yarns. I really feel like um, this one is a nice, like, workhorse base. Like, I feel like these are going to be super comfortable and yet at the same time like wear like iron because they are um just the fabric that it's knitting up with feels denser and um stronger if that makes sense than um than my usual socks so i'm very excited about them um and they're cute it's cute yarn it's you know black with kind of speckles of different rainbow colors And I think it's going to be a great addition. So hopefully those will be finished soon as well. Um, I have kind of lost track of my Stash Dash progress. Um, I don't know. And I'm like the worst at stuff like that. So I hope to to finish a bunch of socks um, before Stash Dash ends and have that be kind of a, a boost to my yardage there. So to that end, the other thing that I've that I've pulled out, and I am enjoying the knitting on um quite a bit, is my um Austin hoodie. So this is a sweater that I cast on three years ago. Um it is knit out of Madeline Tosh, Tosh Mo light, Tosh Mohair light. Um in a colorway scratched record, it's a beautiful gray. Um and I I don't really even know quite what happened to my mojo on this one but i had knit on it for quite a long time and then it it got put away and just never got taken back out but i really want the finished object at this point i really want this cute little gray hoodie the the pattern is by um i believe she pronounces it connie chang chinchino i hope i'm not butchering that name um and it's very cute simple stockinette um, up to the armholes, and then at some point i'm gonna have to hold the yarn double and there's kind of a woven pattern to it on like a band. And then it's got a simple rib at the top. So, I, But I'm not to any of the interesting parts yet. So right now, it is a because it's a cardigan, um, it's just a lot of stockinette. And I think probably what my fatigue the last time was about was just like all the purling. Oof, a lot of purling. But I'm very happy with it. I'm almost nine inches on the body, at which point I have to do some increasing. So that's coming along. I think I probably had only done three or four inches on the body before I put it away last time. So that's been um, on my needles quite a bit lately. I really do want to finish it for fall. I think I will wear it constantly if I can just get it done. So um, so that's one that uh, I am devoting myself to. But like I said, like right now, I could be working on it because I could certainly work on it and talk at the same time. But um, the shawl sounded a little more fun. I needed a little color in my day. Um, and then I have been working on my Spectrum Shawl by Hohi Locatelli. So this is another one. That same trip to my sister Knits with Sarah, I had bought um, some hedgehog fibers in the Villain colorway, which is orange and pink and a little bit of green, and I love it. I love it, love it, love it. It's bright and gorgeous. And I paired that with it's a two-color shawl, so I paired that with um, a gray sparkly knit picks yarn um I don't remember what it's called but they only it's like stroll sock maybe with some stellina in it um and so I finished the fifth of seven sections the other day and now I am to the point where I am only knitting pink which is awesome and um and I'm starting to do little like tr- decreases and bind offs and things to that sort to feel like the the end of the shawl, so it's super, super, super cute, and I'm really, really happy with it. It feels shorter than it looked in the pictures, but it is a garter stitch shawl, and I feel like maybe I'm just gonna need to block it pretty aggressively, um, so I'm, I'm interested to see how that turns out um, just in terms of the size of it, because I kind of want it to be long, um, but I wasn't comfortable the way that the chevrons and everything come together. I wasn't comfortable like, uh, really modifying it very much. So anyways, love that nearly done. Probably we'll finish that. And then, well, I, I'm, it's not coming on my trip. So, um, probably we'll finish that in the next two to three weeks. Um, and that will be a nice fall staple for my wardrobe as well. And then, let's see, anything else on the needles? I think that's everything that's actively been worked on right now. I am really itching to get to a couple of shawls um, coming up here. So I really want to cast on my boneyard. Um, I bought some yacht yarn at Yarnfest. The yarn Fest yarn is kind of calling to me quietly from the corner of the room where I keep my knitting stuff. Um... And so that's one that I definitely want to get to. I bought one of those puppies, and it's all in shades of blue. And then to fill in, because I wasn't going to have enough, I bought some gray to pair with it. And I think the Boneyard is a pretty um, pretty quick knit. So I, I would like to get that on my needles pretty quick here. I would like to have that um, going, because I'm, I'm excited about the yarn. I'm excited about the project. The other one that I really want to get working on is um, the range which is an andrea maori pattern and so that one is the the nerd string that i bought at yarnfest and i bought beautiful colors um, there's a blue called sevens and uh, chartreuse with envy and shade one of 50 which is one of her grays and then a darker gray that i can't remember the name of but yesterday i'll talk a little about this more later yesterday i was at, um, the loopy U, and the loopy U is now carrying um, Renee's yarns, Nerd Shop yarn, and so if you've heard me rave about Nerd String um, and you are looking to get some, um, you can now get it online from the Loopy you which is a great way to do that. So uh, anyways, that shawl is the one that I did not know was brioche when I saw it at Yarn Fest. I got home, I printed the pattern, and it's brioche. So I have a craftsy class on brioche that I managed to get for free because I saw something on Facebook and I didn't think that I would be eligible for a free craftsy class because I've bought many many classes before and I thought the free thing was usually for like a new subscriber but totally worked the coupon totally worked so um I have that class and maybe that's something that I will watch on the flights or something um it's actually a pretty good idea so um, range should be on my needles very soon. I want to um potentially wear that to Knitnosh. Although Knitnosh is September and it might be a zillion degrees in Colorado. You never can tell. Might snow. You never can tell. Um, and then my doodler, you know, I really I love the idea of my doodler so much. I was telling um, I'll talk about my my night out with my girlfriends in a little bit, but I was telling my girlfriends last night that um I was very excited about the doodler, and then as I got into it, and you, you knit the little wedges, and I was knitting the little stripes, and every time you knit a little stripe, it says break yarn, and I was like, oh, I have to knit in all these ends, I have to weave in all these ends. I'm I'm a little like wigged out about all the ends. But then I thought to you, you know what, Stephen V would tell me, no, you don't. You can just wear it. So I'm gonna um I'm gonna bust that puppy back out, but the the prospect of all of those ends kind of derailed me on my doodler. So that's another one um, that needs to get back into rotation um, pretty quick here. Actually stashed, I expected this to be a very small segment this time, you guys, but um, the reality is that I I have been buying some yarn. So um, the first thing that I bought was uh, the alchemy silk straw that I bought at the Stephen V class at the Recycled Lamb. Um, and that I'm very excited about it was, it was a little bit pricey, um, but it was all part of the Stephen B experience and I enjoyed it and I'm happy with how it turned out. I have a little leftover, so that will probably get worked into, um, another project pretty soon. So I feel good about that one. The other thing was as part of the class, they did a Plymouth Yarns trunk show. Plymouth Yarns is not a brand that I was super familiar with, um. But Sia, who was there, who was a friend of Stephen's um, and was helping him with the class, is a rep for that yarn. And so she did a little trunk show as well. And then at the end of the class, they gave us all a skein of their yarn. So this is called Bio Bimbo, which I thought was sort of a weird name. Um, and the color, its they, they're one of these companies. Their colors and their patterns are all just numbers. So it's color 982. Um, but it's really pretty. It, it's another one that makes me feel very beachy. There's kind of a blue-gray and kind of a sea, you know, sea-greeny blue and then a pretty sand color. I think that what I'm going to try to do is find a small shawl or cowl or something um, that I could knit this along with what I have left of the Hanalei yarn that I bought in Hawaii and make something for my mom. This little skein is 50 grams. It's 180 meters Um and I think I have a half a skein of the other left. So maybe I'll find sort of a a neutral of some sort and you know do a some sort of three-color shawl or something for my mom with the two Beachy yarns and then and then a neutral um, in the mix. But I wanted to say thank you to Plymouth Yarns for the gift that was very generous. They gave everybody a skein of yarn. They kind of passed around a bag, and this was the one I pulled out, and I, I'm really happy with it. But there were lots of colors, you know. It's a, it's just a variegated, um, and it's 100% cotton, organic cotton, and I think it's a fairly new base of theirs. So check that out if you guys are looking for a a nice fingering weight cotton yarn. That it seems like a very nice yarn. Um, so yesterday I had a knitting date, um, and it was it was a wonderful day. I really had a good time. Um, my friend Jen, my local friend Jen and I went up to Fort Collins and we met up with a new friend, Jen, um, who is Jen knitting around on Instagram. Hi, Jen. Uh, she was here visiting from Cleveland, Ohio for the week and we had planned this ages ago to get together with her and with Emily from Knitting Butterflies, um, who's a a good friend of mine now and, um and have a knitting date. So we went up to Loopy U. That was where we started. If you come to Colorado at any time, or if you live in Colorado and like me, I had not been to Loopy U until very recently. And boy, was I missing out. So we started at Loopy U. Um, neither of the gens had either been there. It's right in Emily's backyard. So she, she makes a lovely hostess. If you're looking for somebody to go to Loopy U with. Um, but we had a really good time, uh, admiring all of the yarns there. My, um, My friend Jen, who is local, had been looking for some Loopy hues to do um, a sweater with. And so she had been thinking about that for a really long time. And this was her chance to finally get to Loopy U. So we had fun um, sort of picking out and trying to figure out how much yarn she needed. Um, And then Jen from Cleveland was looking for um, some nerd string. Well, I don't know that she started out looking for nerd string actually, but that's the direction she ended up going. She was looking for colors for a three color cashmere shawl by Hoagie Locatelli. And she ended up with some beautiful nerd string, a Navy blue color that I can't remember the name of. And a, um, and then sevens, which is the blue that I have that I love. And then a pop of pink. So her shawl is going to be breathtaking. It's going to be really beautiful. Um, and, uh, Emily and Jen were wearing their nerd t-shirts and then they took pictures holding nerd yarn and loopy you. so we're very excited for Renee that um that loopy you is carrying her stuff now um so that was a lot of fun so we had a good time there I bought just one skein of sock yarn um while I was there the brand is fresh from the cauldron and I cannot remember, I don't have it in front of me, and I can't remember the name of the colorway. The one that I was walking around with for a long time was called Tea Party, which actually was very Halloween-looking. And um, Jen ended up buying that color. I ended up with a different color. Um, and now, I'm, I, as I watch her knit her socks, I'll probably regret that I didn't buy them both. But anyways, that was Loopy you, and, and it was great. It's always fun. And then we went... Um, across town in Fort Collins to my sister Nets and my sister Nets is just, you know, such an experience. It's so much fun and they have such a lovely selection and it's such a charming little space. And so, so that was great. Um, The funny thing there was, there's a, um, one of the women who works in the shop, Carol, hi Carol, um, listens to both my and Emily's podcast. And so she was so funny because she, she knew who we were and she recognized my voice. Oh, that was the other funny story that I forgot to tell you guys from, Stephen B. was somebody there. We were, at the end, you are supposed to go around and kind of introduce yourself and talk about how long you've been knitting, and there were two other podcasters in the room. I'll talk about them in a minute. Um, But uh, they had talked about their podcast, so I mentioned mine, and then somebody went, oh, that's you! And it was, it's just weird um, to think that people do listen and recognize my voice and things like that, so so that was awesome. Anyways, Carol listens, and she was great and and we had a lot of fun chatting with her and with the other gal who worked in the store. Um, they were getting ready to have their big sale for um, for hot August knits, which is the um, yarn crawl that they participate in. That's the northern Colorado Southern Wyoming one. Um so I got some great sale yarn. Um I was looking for some tosh sock. What I've been wanting to do is what i what I kind of had in mind all day yesterday was I wanted to get some yarn for cuffs, heels, and toes on my socks, and I want to start to do a solid, because I think, especially doing it that way, I'll probably be able to start to get two pairs of socks out of any particular, um, you know, special yarn that I might buy, particularly that Star Wars yarn that I want to make for the kids. I think if I do um, cuffs, heels, and toes in a solid, um, I'll be able to stretch that into two pairs of socks. So I was looking for some Tosh Sock. I wanted Tosh Sock in a gray, and I went downstairs and asked the gal, and they actually had it on sale for 30% off, um, which I don't know if that means they're not going to be carrying it anymore, but anyways, they had a little bucket of it, and I bought some in button jar blue, which is a um, Tiffany blue is what I would call it. Beautiful, gorgeous blue color. Um, very much my color, and they had two skeins of it. So now I'm on the lookout for a shawl pattern, frankly, to do with that. I have a little bit left of um, a Madeline Tosh. Hmm, maybe it's like the 80-10-10 fingering, I think, in a silver gray that I think will look really pretty and pair with that, and I, I'm looking at two-color shawl patterns to do with that. And then they had Koi Goo on sale for 50% off, so I ended up getting two little things, 50-gram skeins of Koi Goo um, in just a gray color because I feel like that will be the right one for socks, cuffs, heels, and toes. So um, that was pretty good. They had this beautiful self-striping. So they've started carrying lollipop yarns. Um, I've heard this story kind of anecdotally from a couple different people. Um, but um, is it Joan? from lollipop yarns was here in Colorado for um for the loopy use um spring fling and went into my sister knits and was chatting with them and now they carry her yarn and and her yarn is not easy to get so um that was one of the things we were looking for but they had this other beautiful self-striping that I always ogle when I am there um from a company called scrumptious pearl and um I think it's called Stripe Me Up is the yarn. Anyways, beautiful self-stripings, so many good ones. And I was the only one who didn't buy one. So all three of my friends ended up with um, with different... Um, I really might have ended up with two different self-striping um, yarns from Scrumptious Pearl. So that was fun. I really love uh, my sister knits, and so that's always a treat for me. Um, they had beautiful on display, beautiful shawls from Melanie Berg. And they had this one kit that was all I could do not to buy it. Um, But they had like a Melanie Berg pattern paired up with um, different yarns. And then upstairs they had a bunch of the different Melanie Berg shawls. Melanie Berg is a designer that I had not heard much about until recently. And then um, like everyone else, I am now pretty much obsessed with a lot of her patterns. So, um, So it was fun to get to see some of those in person as well um and that's it for this time for stashed actually attending so there's a lot of fun stuff coming up you guys and i'm very excited about several of the things that are happening soon the first of which uh first and foremost is knit nosh is coming up tickets are selling really fast um if you've bought your ticket already i can't wait to see you um if you haven't bought your ticket yet don't panic there are still tickets but um they are moving pretty quickly, and I think they will start to move more and more quickly the closer we get to the event. So, um, so don't wait too long because I do expect that we'll sell out, and I would hate for somebody to miss out if they wanted to come join us. So, this time around we have um, some returning favorites, starting with um, Nerd String will be there, of course, um, and so then. Um, Scandalous is coming back, and we're very excited to have them. MJ Yarns will be there. I'm very excited. Um, You guys, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw um, that MJ Yarns and Bijou Basin Ranch are doing a little partnership, and um, Jonathan has dyed up uh, some limited, I think it's limited edition, Bijou Basin Ranch yarn in his MJ Yarns colorways, so um, check that out for sure. Um, I know I posted the details on um, my Instagram because the yarns are beautiful. Um, And so that was really exciting. It's always fun to see people that you like uh, working together and collaborating and doing fun things. So um, Bija Basin is traveling both weekends on either side of Knit Nosh, so they're not available to come this time. I expect them to be back for um, one of the future ones. But in the meantime, we have a great new addition to knit nosh this time and that's a local dyer named sherry who owns people who fields so she's on etsy and you can check her out there she does beautiful yarns and i'm i think she makes a really nice addition to the um the event we'll be doing fingering weight yarns this time since it will be september and and you know that'll be a good time of year for that kind of thing definitely on the lookout for um patterns that we can knit at the event so um That will be a lot of fun as well. I think fingering is going to lend itself more to knitting an actual thing as opposed to just sort of making a swatch. Um, And let's see. I have meetings with the venue this week. I'm very excited about the venue. Um, We are going to be at Gallery 1874 in Arvada, Colorado. It's a brand-new venue. We're going to be their very first event. This is owned by the Samples family who – um, own Samples World Bistro, where I had the first Knit Nosh in January. Um, they are creating an event space in an old playhouse. So we're going to have a lot more space this time. It's really set up for events and not just as a restaurant. Um, there's a stage where the vendors will be able to be with their yarn. And um, the Samples family, Their their kind of mission is they provide jobs to developmentally disabled adults. And so um, they are creating, they believe, 150 jobs with the opening of this space. So I'm very excited to be working with them again. And I'll keep you guys posted as details start to come together about menu. I do think we're going to do um, beer pairings along with wine pairings this time if you prefer beer. Um, especially, you know, like it's summer and, and so we can probably do some fun things with summery beers. I guess I'm considering September still summer. It's Colorado. It could snow. Um, but I hope that if you're local and you're around, um, in September, that you will join us for the event, uh, tickets are on sale at knitnosh.com. And if you're not local and you can't make it to the event, then, um, I am doing kits this time, you guys. So the kits are for sale also on the website. Um, and I will link that in the show notes, um, as well, but, um I'm doing different sizes of kits I am going to add one I don't think I meant to do this after the last episode I don't think I have yet one that's swag only so you would get the project bag and the um, wine glass and then I'm going to do a version that is bite size which would be all of the swag plus the minis that people will get from being at the event then um uh, the I think I called it what I call it? One of them is called like bite size. The other one's called fun size. I think fun size is, um, three minis plus one skein of yarn. And then the full meal, which is, um, four skeins of yarn, full skeins of yarn from each of the vendors and the, you know, and then the swag. And then I forgot to mention at the top of the segment that Katie from modular modular is coming back with her beautiful project bags. And, um, So if you want a modular, modular project bag to go with all of your beautiful yarn, that one is called the I Want It All Kit. (laughs) Um, And so those are available on the website. I'll be doing pre-orders until September the 10th, and then um, everyone will bring the yarn to me on the 17th, and then I will ship them out by October the 1st. So it's kind of a pre-order situation, um, and I hope you guys will take advantage of it. And then we will be doing a knit-nosh-along um, once the event has passed. So, um, that'll be a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun last time. I loved seeing all the things that everybody made with their yarn from the event. So, um, stay tuned for more about Knit Nosh. The other two things that I will be attending in some form or fashion will be the, um, the Hot August Knits yarn crawl which is the Northern Colorado Southern Wyoming yarn crawl. I think there are I don't know 10 or 11 yarn shops um involved in that one and um my local yarn shop, the Longmont yarn shop is part of that one. My sister knits and Loopy you were both part of that one. So those um are some great stops. Cowgirl Yarns in Laramie again, she's doing a Stephen B class. They always come to Yarn Fest and she has beautiful things. So check out and support our local yarn shops we are lucky to have such an abundance um and then the other one that comes right after that is yarn along the rockies so that one is really from boulder to colorado springs um i think last year it was like 23 yarn shops i feel like it's smaller because i i personally know of two of the shops from last year that have closed or are closing so that stinks um but it's a great – there's some great shops um, on Yarn Along the Rockies. I will probably be yarn crawling for Yarn Along the Rockies on August 27th. So if anybody wants to meet up and yarn crawl along with me, um, hit me up on Ravelry or social media anywhere, and let's make a plan. I would love to connect with you guys and, and meet up and check out some great stores. Um, the weekend before – Knit Nosh, so I think that's, like, September the 10th, um, I believe is the Salida Fiber Festival, I went to that last year, and I, I had a lovely day, um, so if things are not too crazy with prep for Knit Nosh, I will probably be going to that one again as well, um, and it's a beautiful drive up to Salida, it's worth it just for the drive, and the little downtown is so sweet, and I had a great time, so I highly recommend that one, um, And last but certainly not least, I bought my plane tickets, and I'm going to Rhinebeck. So I'm very excited. I've never been to Rhinebeck. Um, I'm prepared to be completely overwhelmed, Um, but I think it's going to be fantastic, and I can't wait. So um, I know lots of people go. I I know several people that I know are going to be there, Um, but if you're going, I would love to meet up and catch up, especially if you've been before. I could use a little, you know, pointers, tips and tricks, things like that. I want to. I'm probably only going on Saturday, um, so I want to make sure that I make the most of my time there. So any advice um, about Rhinebeck? Let me know. And then it kind of hit me like, do I need a Rhinebeck sweater? Last night I was out to dinner with Emily and the, and Jen and Jen, and she was showing me pictures of her Rhinebeck sweater, which is beautiful. Um, and I was like, oh, I think I need a Rhinebeck sweater. So I'm thinking about um, just calling the the fine jacket by Vera Valimaki that I cast on. I know I'm going to take that out of my bag, and it's going to be itty-bitty like this shawl turned out to be. Um, but I think that one is the one I'm going to make the um, Rhinebeck jacket or Rhinebeck sweater. It's a beautiful chartreuse green I don't have the I don't have any of the yarn details in front of me um, but it's from color wheel knits and it's just kind of like a really interesting construction and I thought that might be a really fun one and it should be a good like layering piece since I know that the weather can be um, unpredictable maybe it's in grasshopper I think is the colorway and it was on a DK base anyways it's very pretty and that's that's what I'm leaning towards in terms of a Rhinebeck sweater but I got to get hopping because it's three months away. So um, So that's it for attending. Okay guys, so I have a quick review for um, this episode. I um, spoke a couple of episodes in a row about sprout patterns, which is the new service from um, Spoonflower, where they take a pattern, a sewing pattern and they print both the fabric of your choice and the layout of the pattern onto the piece of fabric, and it is super fun. Um, It is a lot of fun just to play around with, I like that dress, and now let me plan it in 150 million colors while I'm on a boring conference call. Um, So I highly recommend it. They have a really nice selection of patterns, and they're working with a lot of um, very popular pattern lines. Um, And it's a really cool concept, I think. so they are a um, Knit Along sponsor. We'll talk about the Knit Along in a couple of minutes, but um they had generously sent me a couple of bags, bag patterns to review. So um the first one that I have finished is they have a cute little sling purse and it was really very generous of them to give me this bag. I had been talking to them about, you know, potentially um doing a review and working up a sample and um then I had also been playing with ideas for my mom for her birthday, and I um, I had that one in my cart as well, and they just went through and they went ahead and gifted it to me and wished my mom a happy birthday <laughs> and gave me that pattern for free as well. So that's the one that I have finished. Um, it is a really fun little pattern. So I did pineapples because my, you know, my mom will be spending some of her time in Hawaii going forward, and... I thought she needed a Hawaii purse, um, and so I got a cute fabric that was, it's the same fabric, one is sort of on a gray background and the other is a white background, um, with pineapples in kind of blues and, and blacks and whites and things like that. It's really cute. And the pattern was really, um, quite easy to follow. So the pieces come, it's all printed on one large piece of fabric. I didn't measure it, so I don't know, like I think standard width of fabric is 45 inches or 60 inches. I'm going to guess that this was a 45 inch width of fabric, and all of the pieces are printed on there, and then you just have to cut them out. They're all labeled, and they kind of recommend that you, you know, cut out the little label and then pin that to the piece of fabric. What I did was... I cut sort of around them, and then I didn't cut the labels off until I was ready to sew with the piece, and that way they kind of stayed on, and um, I didn't have to worry about losing track of what I was using. So that worked pretty well for me as a little hint. Um, and this was, it, you know, I'm not I'm not the most advanced seamstress sewer. Um, I do a lot of simple things, and so it, it had been a while... Well, the last thing that I sewed really was my son wanted to be Caesar Flickerman from the Hunger Games for um, Halloween a couple of years ago, and I had to sew him a sequined pink suit jacket. Um, but I don't do a lot of like sewing from a pattern, um, and so this was a nice simple one to do. There were some uh, interesting, fun elements to it. So it has a magnetic snap, which I think is a really nice feature in a purse. Um, It has pockets, um, both exterior and interior pockets. And then um, it used some cotton webbing um, to, and then curtain grommets. So you kind of put the grommet in the bag and then you loop the webbing through and sew that up. And so that was some fun little challenging things that I had never done before. So all that you get with it is the fabric and the pattern and the instructions. I had to buy for this one... The webbing, the curtain grommets, and the uh, magnetic snap, those were the pieces that I had to add to the fabric. They do give you um, a PDF of the pattern. So I might, this this bag in particular, I might actually sew again. I could see myself um, making, making myself one of these. I have some cute fabrics downstairs that I think would be a lot of fun. Um, They're not the same weight, so I might have to play with interfacing and things like that to really make them stiff enough to be a nice purse Um, because the one that I used was, I think, their Ego Canvas, and so it's a nice, thick fabric, Um, so the purse is very sturdy. But it was really quite simple. The instructions were great, um, and I had an excellent experience with it. I am also... Midway through um, their port side dop kit. So the port side set of patterns are a set of grain line patterns and there are three there's like a duffel bag the dop kit and um, Like a simple zippered pouch So I have the dop kit um, In a really cute fabric called yarn bomb which has bicycles and yarn it makes me happy I have not been in the greatest headspace lately for concentrating on things, and this one, although it is marked like, I think it's like advanced beginner, it has been a little out of my reach in terms of my sewing abilities, so I don't think it has anything to do with the way the pattern is written. I don't think it has anything to do with the instructions. I think this is all me, but I have been finding it a little bit hard. Um... There are two zippers on it. One of the zippers, I'm pretty sure I put it in wrong three times. I'm not even sure how you managed to do that wrong three times, but I think I did. Um, And then the other night, I was trying to start to do some more of the assembly. My brain just was not. I don't know. Like, the way that it needed to line up, I certainly, there was some gathering and things that needed to happen. And I just, I couldn't get there. I don't know. I don't know what my deal was. But, um... I'm gonna try to finish that up with a more clear head this week. Um, I do feel like the instructions are very well written and the quality of the materials is great. And um, maybe when I'm just not feeling quite so frazzled, actually, I'm not gonna get to it this week because I'm going to Texas, but maybe next weekend, um, I will finish that one up. And so I'll continue to post pictures as I do them, but I love the concept. I love this whole thing. And I and so then I, m- my mom's birthday was Friday and I gave her the bag and then I was showing her the thing about sprite sharp patterns. And of course my mom is the one who taught me how to sew. Um, when I was in middle school, middle school, early high school, you know back in the day when they did Homec, I sewed a polar fleece jacket. My mom and I made ski bibs for my dad. Um, like real like lined ski bibs. I don't know. And um, my mom made my prom dress when I was a sophomore in high school. And it was 80s-licious and uh, gorgeous lace bright blue. Anyways, um, so she really enjoyed that. You know, I like to make her things. Um, She doesn't need much stuff. So I enjoy making her things that she likes. And uh, she got a real kick out of the whole sprout patterns thing as well. So thank you, sprout patterns, for the generous um sponsorship of the Nalong and the kits to try out and um I will link in the show notes and keep posting pictures but I highly recommend it if you're looking for a fun sewing project especially if you're not a super confident sewer I never know what the right word is but anyways if you're not super confident with your sewing um this might be a great way to start out and not having to cut out tissue paper patterns was a was a delight as well how much do we love? So, guys, remember, this is a new segment that I started in the last episode, and I, um, I'm excited about it. I think this is just this is going on like a record-long episode. But um, I like this segment as kind of an unstructured place where I can talk about things I love. Um, and it is an homage to a podcast that I used to listen to by the same title that has not dropped an episode in a couple of years. But if you want to go back and listen to a really fun non-knitting podcast, How Much Do We Love?, is one of my favorites. Um, And Sarah and Rob did a great job for many years with um, fun episodes about just things they liked. Um, So this week on how much do we love? um, I just wanted to talk about how much I love connecting with knitters. I've said for a long time that, you know, starting the podcast, um, the reason that I started the podcast was because I wanted to make knitting a larger part of my life. I wanted to make knitters a larger part of my life. And, I've been at this a little over a year now, and I really feel like that's it's really starting to happen. I, I think the podcast motivates me to get out and do things and attend events that I might not have done before, um, and I just keep meeting the greatest people, so all of the people that I met at the Stephen B. class were lovely. I met a couple of other podcasters, um, Jen and her son, John Michael have a new video podcast. I don't have the name of that one, so I'm going to have to link to that one in the show notes because I don't have it um, right by. But then I also met um, Annie, who lives in Erie, Colorado, which is very close to me. She has a video podcast called Plied Together, and she was great. Um, she was wearing a beautiful – we were supposed to bring something to show off, and her um, show-off object was – I think it's called Briochelicious, and it's an Andrea Mowry – Pattern. I hope I got the name of that pattern right. That she had hand spun. So I think that her podcast has a lot of spinning content. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but check out Annie um, when you get a chance. Um, so it was just really fun. It was really great to connect with the nurse. It's really fun for me um, to go out into the world, and and I am starting now to run into people that listen to the podcast, that have heard of the podcast, um, that are just excited about the podcast if I mention it, and so. I just feel like mission accomplished um, because it really, it really has made um, knitting a a deeper part of my day to day, and that's because of all of you. So thank you guys. How much do we love all of you? Really is what it boils down to. Um, the other thing I, you know, I had a great day yesterday with my knitting friends. So I wanted to say a special thank you to um, Emily, who really has been so so great and so encouraging about the podcast and she's a great. She's been at this a lot longer than I have, so she's an awesome resource for me. You know, I I always feel like I come away um a little bit smarter when I see her and we talk about podcasty things. Um and I wanted to thank um Jen, Jen knitting around from Cleveland who um reached out and has been a, a huge like fan and supporter of the podcast and it was really just so fun to have an excuse to get together with knitters when she came to visit. So that was great. And then I will, um, I will thank my other friend Jen, who is my knitting bestie, um, you know, just for being you. So, um, so that's it. That was the first one. How much do we love connecting with knitters? The best. Uh, next, I talked about this a little bit already, but how much do we love our local yarn shops? Um, I really do feel like um that's something I I want to start to think about myself is just how do I help support our our local yarn shops in Colorado? What do you guys do to support your local yarn shop? I would love to hear what are the like great things that that you guys do with your local yarn stores because I do feel like that's the heart of the knitting community is you know, being able to go to these places and take a class or meet your girlfriends and go touch yarn for a couple hours, like you know we wouldn't be able to do that without our local yarn shops. and there's so much great stuff available online. and I, I buy beautiful things online all the time, but I want to make sure too that I'm doing what I can to support um, support the shops and support small businesses and local businesses and things like that. So I would love to hear from you guys. Um, what you do to show love to your LYS. I would love to hear about your LYS. So again, the purpose of this segment is to help, you know, promote things that are awesome. So if you have a great yarn shop, if you own a great yarn shop, give me a shout and um, and let's get the word out. So that is my second thing. The third thing is um, how much do we love the Amazon Fire Stick? I don't know if I love this yet, (laughs) but I'm hoping I'm going to love this. So, The other day, a couple weeks ago, was Prime Day on Amazon Prime, and there were some things on sale. I did not get an Instant Pot. kind of wish I had gotten an Instant Pot, but I didn't, so maybe that's a Black Friday thing for me. Um, But I did order, I haven't received it yet, an Amazon Fire Stick. I am really hoping to break up with my cable company pretty soon. My local utilities in my town, they're starting to offer... High-speed internet as a utility. We're one of the first communities in the country that does that. And apparently it is as fast as, I don't know, the wind or something. It's like super fast. But I am in a contract with my cable company, I think, till January. So I'm a little bit stuck. But in the meantime, I am trying to make sure that when the time comes, um, maybe I could break up with my my phone company or my cable company entirely. So we do like a a VPN-based phone for my husband's work phone. So I'm thinking about switching to that. And then I and then I ordered an Amazon Fire Stick. So I think I can get like Netflix and Hulu. And then I think this will be a way for me to start to get more into video podcasts, which I claim I don't have time for. But if I could watch them on the TV and at the end of the day watch them instead of like The Real Housewives or something, then maybe that would be an excellent alternative. So I'll keep you guys posted, but I'm pretty excited. And if anybody of you guys use that, use a, Fire Sticker, Chrome, whatever. I don't know what they're called. Um, And you have hints or tricks or anything about that. I would love to hear about that as well because I'm pretty excited about mine. And, um, yeah, so that's it. How much do we love all those things? Giveaways. Guys, I have a couple of great giveaways I want to remind everybody about. One of them is new. One of them has been ongoing. Um, Hopefully by now you've heard the episode with Kate Atherley. Um, and I do have a copy of her guide to, um, knitting patterns, writing knitting patterns. Um, so the thread in the Ravelry group is still open for about another week. I was going to leave it open until August the 1st. And to enter that particular giveaway, um, you just need to drop a note in the thread about if you write patterns, what are the things that you find challenging? If you don't write patterns, what are the things, you know, what's your pet peeve about, um, how patterns are written and how patterns could be written better. Um, And then I will draw with a random number generator a winner of that book and ship that out sometime in August to the lucky winner. So don't forget about that one. The other thing that I have to give away and I'm very excited about is um, Boston Jen from Downseller Studio Podcast generously gifted me um, a copy of her newest shawl pattern, Um, the Riley Rose shawl, and she also offered up a copy of the pattern as a giveaway. So um, it's a really nice pattern. The shawl itself is beautiful. You probably, um, if you follow any podcasters on social media, have seen a bunch of different versions of this shawl. Um, Emily Knitting Butterflies, Emily did a beautiful one that was um, gray and yellow and turquoise. And then... um, Prairie Girl Danny, which is One Twisted Tree, is working on kits, um, and she has dyed up sort of five custom colors. It's a three-color shawl, so you can pick from different ones, and I think that that's where Emily got hers. Um, and But in addition to the three colors that Emily did, there's a like a coral color and a yellow. Oh, maybe she did yellow. I don't know. There are some beautiful colors. Check out um, all three of those people's. Instagrams for different color combinations, Um, but it's a really nice, if you had three colors of fingering weight yarn, um, it would make a really nice, pretty shawl. Very open um, design, and I think it's going to be lovely. So the other thing that I wanted to say, Jen's a very talented designer. She's got some beautiful shawls. I had not yet gotten around to buying any of her patterns. This is an exceptionally well-written and well-documented pattern, and I know she has people testing it for her Um, so in terms of quality of the pattern, it is phenomenal. Um, so anyways, Jen had emailed me the other day. She said that, um, she would be willing to give a copy of the pattern away to a listener. So I'll be opening up a thread in the Ravelry group. And what I would like you guys to do is drop in there, um, what three colors you would pick for, um, for the shawl. You don't have to put a picture or anything. Um, but if you have pictures of yarn or things like that, that you want to throw in there, um, that would be fun, too. And I think what I'll do is open that up and leave it open um, probably till like, September the 1st. That way people have time to listen to the episode and um, and get their, their information in there. So um, thank you again, Jen, and good luck to everybody. I'll do the same thing. I'll do a random number generator and, and pull a winner. Um. Okay, guys, last but not least, I have an update on the... Um, summer superlatives knit along. So the knit along is in full swing. People have been posting um finished objects to the threads, and so that has been super exciting for me. Remember, guys, this is meant to be sort of super, super casual. So if you're knitting and you're finishing and you're participating in any of the other great summer knit-alongs, pop an extra um picture into the threads in the Ravelry group and Um, I've got some really great prizes, and so I'm very excited about all of these great sponsors. I want to take just a minute and give them a little love, and, um, I hope that you will check them all out and thank them for their support of the podcast and of you guys and all of that. Um, so the first thing that I have is, um, Yumi Yarns, which is Shana. Shana's been an excellent supporter of the Knit Along and just generally awesome. She has some beautiful patterns. Um, and she will be donating some patterns to a lucky winner. Jen Sheelan, who has a video podcast. If you haven't checked out Jen's video podcast, please do. She is um, offering up a copy of her New Horizons cowl, which is a gorgeous cowl pattern um, that someone will be lucky enough to win. Kramer Yarns, their Belfast yarn, which is the yarn that I used um, to make my mom's Mother's Day present. Um, It's a cotton bamboo um, blend and it's a really nice yarn, I have one skein of that. I have a set of four fix-a-stitch tools. Um, so these are little tools that have kind of a crochet hook looking dealy on either end and they're for picking up dropped stitches. They are particularly helpful picking up dropped stitches in garter stitch, which happened to me the other day on my Spectrum shawl and trying to pick it back up without one of those tools was kind of a nightmare. So, um, so they have generously offered it usually comes in a set of three, three different sizes. And they've also included the fourth newest one, which is a lace weight one. Um, we talked quite a bit about, uh, sprout patterns earlier. So they have generously offered up a port side dot kit in the fabric of your choice. So you'll get to go out and design that yourself, pick the fabric that you like from the thousands and thousands of fabrics that they have, and then they will send you a printed piece of fabric with your print and that pattern on there. So, super fun. Uh, Manos del Uruguay has um, generously donated a skein of their Manos Marina, which is a lace weight yarn in the color of your choice, and they have some absolutely gorgeous colors, so check that one out for sure. Um, Kramer Yarns has also donated um, two skeins of their Tatney Tweed DK. There's a lot of really beautiful colors in that one as well, and that would be in the color of the winner's choice. Um, Dale Garn Yarn is donating two skeins of their Eco Baby Wool. I believe that was released um, this month. I think it was due to be released in July. So that's a brand new yarn um, and looks really great, and so someone will get two skeins of that. Um, and then we have some really great... Bags. Oh no, I've got one more yarn. Sorry, Melanie from Knit Stitch Yarn. Melanie is local to me, and she, um, I think she's in Littleton, Colorado. She has donated, um, two of her brand new mini skein sets. So that's something that she's just coming out with this summer, um, and she will be donating two of those to winners from the knit along. She has also offered up a a coupon code for you guys, and so that's knitact10. Um, And that's 10% off any order of $25. And Melanie's yarns are lovely. So you should definitely check her out. She's on Etsy. Um, Knitty Kitty Bags has offered up a bag of the winner's choice from her shop. So that's very exciting. Um, Annie Pearl Homemade Goods has offered up one of her zippy project bags, and she is going to be custom making one with um, vintage swimsuits, so that one sounds super cute, and I'm very excited about that prize for you guys. And then two skeins of yarn in the color of your choice from Briggs & Little. So lots of prizes, you guys, and lots of opportunities, and you're knitting anyways, right? So. Um, hit up the Ravelry threads. They will be open until September 1st, and then I will go through each thread and draw some, some winners with a random number generator. Um, and so the more you enter, the more chances you have to win. You can also hashtag your projects with K-A-P Summer Cal, um, and I will pull a couple of things from Instagram as well. So happy knitting, you guys. Thank you for listening. I know this was a mega-long episode Um because I hadn't talked to you guys in a while. So I hope you enjoyed. You can always connect with me. Um, The show notes are at knitactuallypodcast.com. I am knitactuallypodcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, And I'm on Ravelry as well. Hit me up in the Ravelry group. So thank you guys so much. Have a great day.